And you said, what is Alicia's Madcap? Alicia's Madcap? DJ Pressure? DJ Pressure, everything hot. DJ Pressure, everything hot. Pressure, pressure, pressure. DJ Pressure, everything hot. New music I play non-stop when Pressure I play exclusive I drop when Pressure I play she a shell down that tea Can't get one of fire plays non-stop Madcap turn up The world place rock Madcap turn up The world place Europe, 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 Europe Shake up the place Everybody wake up Circle the black rock Wait for the snake Eagle a grape When we see Hey guys, thank y'all so much for joining me. This is your girl DJ Pressure, and I have a very special guest with me today, Miss Tiki D. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. So That's I'm good. so glad we first of all, it took us a minute to get here, but we're here. We're here. So we gotta give them a wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. So let's talk about uh who you are and where you're from. All right, well, I'm Cookie D. I'm from a very, very, very small, small town called Chase City. Give us the um, government name. Um, my government name is Lisa Tucker. I was nicknamed Cookie back when I was a teenager, and it just sort of kind of stuck to me, girl. But I'm from a small town um, called Chase City. It's in Mecklenburg County, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Very small town. Okay, so tell me a little bit about where you went to school. You know, how was it, you know, growing up in your small town? Well, I went to school um, into at Chase City Elementary, and I went to Blue Bluestone all of my, my middle school and my high school years. Growing up in a small town, it's, it's not much to do. Um, we hung out a whole lot at ballparks and basketball courts and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. whoever was throwing a little house party or at the little VFW, we would go. But like I said, it's it's not a lot, a whole lot to do. So we do a whole lot of like hanging out. We hang out in parking lots or bonfires and stuff like that. It's really country here. So would you consider yourself more um, of like the friendly, wild person being in the country or more of a person that kind of stand to yourself and kind of watch everybody else? Um, I'm a very outgoing person. Um, so I'm, I'm very friendly. I'm real outgoing. I love people, you know, um, I love people who like to love people. If that, that makes, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, you I like positive vibes, positive yeah. vibes. I, I don't like negative people. So when I kind of find out people are negative, I kind of like, you know, kind of stay straight away from that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So growing up um, and, and, you know, attending school in your hometown, did you attend any colleges, you know? Yeah, I did. I went to um, Southside Virginia Community College. Um, did what about was your major? I'm, um, 
lab. Okay. Yeah, I work in the lab as a phlebotomist now. Been doing it for like 20 some years. So you a professional sticker? A professional sticker. You ain't sticking me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought always tell I tell y'all better give me that little butterfly, that little needle with the butterfly. <laughs> That's what I use mostly. I don't really get to when I get look, when I get that straight needle out, they get they get they get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, I use the butterfly on most of my patients. I'm nice. Okay, so are you um have you have any kids? I know you got kids. We talked about you having kids. How many kids do you have? Yes. Me and my husband between the two of us, we have eight. Okay. You want to share your we, husband's name for us? We have Oh, sure, yeah. Um his government name is Clarence Moore, but in this industry he's called Big Tink. Okay. So he a big guy. He, he ain't no he ain't no little guy, yeah. He's tall, <laughs> probably tall. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, I just wanted to know for when I get ready to explain who he is in the magazine. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about your kids. You know, what kind of characters you have in your home? Oh, my gosh. I got a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Bob the Builder. Okay. I got a cool dude. Laid back. Don't bother. And about you. And yeah. And I got a gentle giant. Me too. I can I can relate on two of those. You know, the, the drama queen in, in the, the gentle giant. Yeah. So um let's talk about when you actually start to get involved with music. Uh at what age? I was about five. Let's talk about that experience, you know, starting out at five. Um, basically singing in the choir at church, you know. I think that's where a lot of us artists start. Mm. Thinking that, you know, I had a, 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 oh man, a regular church going grandmas. And I'm telling you, you stayed at their house on the weekend. I don't care how late you stayed up. She made everybody wake up five, six o'clock in the morning and get ready for church. And my grandma went to one of them churches that was all day. Oh my God. And they had church every night, just about. Oh my God. So they had a youth choir. And I had, it was me, and my brother, and, and, um, my two cousins uh -huh. sang on that youth choir. And then I, I had a matter of fact, it wasn't just two cousins. The whole choir was cousins. Now that I think about it. Mm. And the whole choir was cousins. <laughs> we were all so y'all got a pretty y'all got a pretty big family. Yeah, yeah. The whole choir was cousins. And we, we started off singing. They start you off singing one little line. So you learn mm -hmm. how to sing solo and then it just went from there. Let I know one thing for sure. Every child that grew up in uh, in those little type of uh, homes with the grandma that take you to church all the time, when Easter Sunday come, you got Ooh. that one speech that you will never forget. Which one is? <laughs> Talking about uh, heroes. Uh, um, any speech that you gave on on Sunday on that Sunday for Easter that they made us do in church. Yeah. About him rising. He rose on the third day. We got to sit up there and talk about he rose. And then we used to have to sing that song, He Rose. <laughs> well, you know what? When it came to my grandma, because she was like that too. I, I will never forget this Easter speech because I was so nervous. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was just one line. My grandmama woke me up. My grandma dressed me up this way to wish everyone a happy Easter day. I swear. <laughs> 
Oh, Lord. And it took everything out of me to say that Easter speech, but I never forget it. But uh, so um, when did you actually start to like sing and on your own? Like, I understand you was in a choir, but, you know, doing solos. Um, round about middle school, mm. I started getting into singing and my mother sent me to this place down here called the um, Carter School of Music. And she mm -hmm. had me taking piano lessons over there and she had me taking voice lessons over there. And um, that's when I really started singing on my own because they, of course, you know, how the music schools, they do the recitals. Mm -hmm. And then we would have these recitals we would have to do and you know, everybody who took voice would have to do a solo and everybody who did piano would have to do a solo. So that was where I really had got a chance to start like showcasing um, your talent. Yeah. 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 And then as I became, you know, a teenager, I started, you know, meeting different people who actually had started going to the recording, you know, to the studio to record. And my very first time going to the studio to record, I believe I was like 18. Mm -hmm. And I started singing hooks um, for some of the um, local guys that was rapping. And then I started saying, oh, you know, I like this. I'm going to start doing, you know, do my own little song. And so, you know, from that point on, you know, I started like writing hooks and stuff, singing for them. Then as I got older, um, I started singing with... Um, I had two bands that I had sung with. This was as a grown woman and when I was like in my 20s. What's the name of those two bands? Oh, okay. Um, One of them was Big Ben Band and Show. Big, big band big and ben. show. It was, a, yeah. Big band it was and a, show. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, rest in peace. He's no longer here, but his band was, um, he had a nice band back in the day. He's, he's, he passed not too recently, but um, they, they were like the, um, first band I he was he was a band that I started off with and then um I um it was another band um it was uh I started singing with them and it was more like we would get together and like have jam sessions you know mm -hmm. you know just in people's backyards like just kind of freestyling and having fun and yeah stuff. it was yeah. fun it was fun you know and so um when I actually started actually doing studio work, uh, I had met this this rapper. Uh, his name was Top Flight, and he had a studio in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I had started going to his studio, and that's when I actually started working on my music. Because I actually started off, you know, because in my twenties, I actually was doing like rap and R and B, uh -huh. you know? and I had recorded a couple of songs, but I just didn't. Um, how you didn't feel like it was you. Yeah, you know, I put them out, but I didn't like put them out on platforms because I just I felt like I hadn't mastered myself yet. Yeah. I can sense that, you know, um if when you start to talk about being in the southern soul industry and that type of music versus coming up and trying to pursue doing other music and, and now you're doing southern soul. Obviously, it wasn't something that you were comfortable with. So you had to kind of, you know, feel your way around and see, you know, where your vocals work best and how, you know, your your energy has to match the type mm -hmm. of 
songs that you sing. So if you're not like this rah-rah thugged out girl, you know, yeah. trying to do rap, why are you doing rap? You know, mm -hmm. that's not your energy you bring. So I get it. People got to understand when you're doing music, it's about you. It has you. a lot to do with your personality. Girl, yes. And if your personality don't match what you're doing, it ain't going to never feel right. You're not going to never put no no love and no extra mm into it. So let's talk about just being, do you feel like right now, even though you've done these two songs, do you feel like you're a new artist or you're just like um, doing a new beginning or what? It, I feel like I'm being rebirthed right now almost. Rebirth, Yeah. Seriously, because like I really didn't find my true self until I was probably about thirty-eight. Okay, you know, right. you have different awakenings and things that happen to you, and you find out, you know, who you truly are. Because a lot of times, I think when we in our twenties and stuff, I think we so busy trying to to fit in. Mm -hmm. Now I don't care if I fit in or not. <laughs> but that's what you call grown though exactly that's you what know, you call grown. and you know. southern soul is all about being grown grown we got this adult grown feeling vibe classy i just posted that on my facebook the other day it's a different i like working with all artists but it's a different type of maturity with the southern soul industry now i'm not gonna say everybody is because we do have some young people that's kind of crossing over, like especially like, but King George have he's young, but he has an old soul. But at the same time, you know, um, it, being grown is dope. You ain't got to worry about nothing but yourself. So I, I, my hand goes, my hat goes out to you with that. So let's talk about what exactly is your target audience with your music. Um, I would say my target audience is, uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm trying, I don't want to just try to reach women. I'm trying to reach, uh, you know, men and women. I, I want everybody to be able to listen to my music and say, Hey, everybody, if, if you grown and you mature. Mm -hmm. And to be able to listen to my music and say, hey, you know, I, I understand that. I understand well, that's that. That's your target audience. That's your that's target audience. The target, grown yeah. and mature. Grown and mature. Yeah, grown yeah. and mature. That's your target. Because when we go to talk about target audience, we can narrow that down to, you know, male or female, young, older, you know, like you change it up, switch it up, grown and mature, you know. Um, so when you create your music, you know, um, what kind of space do you have to be in? What I usually do when I'm when I when I when I create it, I, I don't really need a, a a quiet space or anything like that. But um, I take different things that affected me through my life, different experiences, and I try to make. music about it because it's like an outlet mm -hmm. like every song that um i have out is like really really something that like actually happened to me because it's, it's it's like it's more therapeutic for me this is like an outlet for me you know so i'll get my my pen 
and my pad and I'll sit and I'll just like think over my life and everything. And when I'm writing, I'll just like, I'll get, I'll go through YouTube and I'll, I'll skim through like different beats that are for sale. And if it's anything I like, I'll just sit there and I'll, I'll meditate on it. I'll meditate on it. Or if I get upset about something, I'll take my pen and my pad and I'll sit and I'll try to come up with something catchy as to what just happened to me. Mm. That's how I come up with a whole lot of stuff. Like a lot of like, like the song Sweet Peter Jeter, that song really started out as a whole joke. <laughs> Sweet Peter Jeter. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and I'll take stuff like that and I'll, I'll go off of it. Any, any, any hurt that, that, that I ever had, like do what you like. That was a, a whole situation that, that, that really, really happened you know, with the ex of mine. So it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's therapeutic for me. Well, we're going to take a break and actually take a look into one of your songs here and um, let you guys get a taste of Miss Cookie D in her music. Let's see. Miss Cookie D. I'm going to play it from the
Okay, toxic baby. Let's talk about toxic baby. What kind of space were you in when you came up with toxic baby? Like what triggered that song? Well, you gonna laugh, but um, <laughs> I'm already laughing just because you said it. Uh, <laughs> toxic is it, it, it's toxic crazy. Uh, toxic crazy is actually something that me and my husband uh came up with. Uh, it's really about. I said her. toxic baby. It's toxic crazy. Yeah, huh? Toxic crazy. Oh, okay, <laughs> it, it's really about us. Okay. Now how how just a little bit. How toxic are y'all? Toxic as hell. <laughs> so let me ask you a question because I always wondered how relationships work when it comes down to one person being in the uh, music industry and um having to make videos that can come across sexual and all that kind of stuff because i'm pretty sure that's not your husband in the video right oh uh, no that's not my husband he keeps a low profile he yeah. actually does a lot of my writing for me and he keeps a low profile and i'm, I'm i told him i'm gonna bring him out the limelight because he's actually considering writing for other artists soon mm -hmm. um but um yeah he's he's very professional and you know he he's a major part of me getting out there yeah, he, he, he he's he, your support system. Yeah, yeah. Along with your along with your husband and your kids being your support system, who else is supporting Cookie D? Okay, I've I've got uh, Hippo Soul Entertainment. They they are behind me all the way. Um, like I said, I don't I don't I, my whole family. Um, I don't really have a, a whole whole lot of big big supporters right now, but Hippo Soul supports me all the day. I got um. You know, a lot of support from from several DJs is is too many to name. I don't want to not name somebody, and and you know, it, but um, right now DJs, I've got DJs, I've got friends, you know, family, um, couple of promoters, you know. So you actively have a manager, correct? No, no, I don't. Okay, I, I, I kind of figured that because I I noticed that you do a lot of your own leg work. Yeah, so I do. I don't is have it more complicated not having a manager? Um, I would say yes, it is. Um, because trying to balance everything out work, school, home, um, it, I would say it is. It is. Um, trying to balance everything out is it gets you know hard. Like, I was running around like I was crazy today, just trying to get ready for this. Um, then I'm, you know, I have an event tonight, so it's like it's yeah. So yeah, it is because you know. Let's talk about your. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it, I'm sorry. Having a manager, it kind of takes a, some of that weight off of you, you know, mm -hmm. to have somebody doing all of that for you, and then they come in, you know. So it does take weight off. Okay, so when when you're talking about your events and uh, those type of things, who's actually doing the promoting besides maybe yourself and your husband? Um, right now it's just me and my husband. Okay. That's why you see, that's why I, I'm constantly sharing, posting as much as I can. Right now it's just me and my husband. Okay. What event do you have going on tonight? 
Oh, there is a, I'm got a birthday bash tonight. Um, I'm going to be in attendance. <laughs> I'm going to be in attendance and be in the house of, uh, shout out to DJ Dirty Money. His birthday party is tonight at the Crab House tonight, seven o'clock tonight. Um, at the Crab House, yeah. At the Crab House, Petersburg, Virginia. Um, it's gonna be great. He's got several DJs coming. He's got a, a artist coming from Mississippi. Yeah. So shout out um to everybody I'm gonna see tonight. Um, I believe he's got Miss Lady Red Top gonna be in there tonight. Uh, shout out to her because I'm gonna be in the building too. That's um another young lady that uh, we need to get on here to do an mm -hmm. interview. She's hard to reach, <laughs> but let's talk about your uh, let's talk about you. Um, who were your major influences uh, coming up in the music in industry? Major influences, uh, man. Well, when I was as when I was um. One of my major ones, um, I always loved Shaka. I always loved Shaka Khan. Um, I always loved the uh, Prince and how versatile he was. How how oh, he's like it's his confidence for me. It's it's every he's like everything. Yeah. Um, I cannot cannot leave out Whitney. Um. Oh no! The vocal, my vocal training, the the lady who trained me back when I was a teenager. This, that's all she had me doing <laughs> was Whitney between Whitney and Mariah Carey constantly. More so Whitney with me. Um, what people can't take away from them is that Whitney yeah. was pretty. She had a strong voice. Mm -hmm. She was very blunt. She didn't hide who she was, and uh, she was still confident in who she was. With Prince, uh, it, he was pretty much blunt too. all of the strong influences they were themselves mm -hmm. and they didn't care whether if you like their music or, or not they did what made them happy yeah with me coming up you know in the 90s just about any and everybody uh, just about all those 90s groups you know through uh um tlc um total Aaliyah, so are you still you know, an r kelly fan yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and see and from me being from me being from virginia you know missy elliott oh man you know that was you know she was a somebody that major that i looked up to that's you know all of those different artists but um i always loved shaka and i i vote was vocally trained off whitney of course i don't sound like whitney but you know when right. they're training you they use you know they to see where your voice yeah a lot for an example my music teacher used to use her for a lot and show me videos of her and so see how she you know da 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 teaching you to breathe and all that stuff so and yeah. at that point people got to understand um they're trying to elevate your voice they're trying to push you out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. yeah so um and we already talked about pretty much the interest, which was five years old when you started, you know, taking the like into music. Mm -hmm. And um, let's see here. What experience do you feel like you have in music besides the choir and besides what you've done as a teenager? Uh, what other experience as an adult have you done in the music industry that you feel like needs some attention right now? 
Well, um, I feel like I, I need to um, get out there some more so I could actually start doing more shows and people can start actually getting to know Cookie D. Have you done some shows already that that have not been mentioned? Um, I yeah, I have done some shows that. So that, that's what that's what I'm getting at. You know, let's talk about those shows that you've done. Um, um, um I did um, Blues in the Park in Alabama. Mm -hmm. That's a what big year was that? Major show last summer. Last that's summer. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, Mr. Iceberg Slim, I thank him for that opportunity. He gave me an opportunity to come all the way from Virginia and showcase my talent. And I thank him for that because I was able to, um, you know, be on the same stage um, with a couple a of people. Uh-huh. With, with some of the other Southern Soul artists that, you know, that I had been seeing on social media and, and yeah. everything and meeting the that was a that was a very that was about the the biggest experience that I had had you know so far, but um, it's coming. I'm I got it's, it's coming. I'm gonna put I'm stepping out on faith. It's coming. So would you say right now um, at this point in your life that you feel like you're knowledgeable of the music industry and the changes that's taking effect in the music industry? Yeah, I'm knowledgeable, but I'm not going to say that I know everything because I'm, I'm humble enough to know that I don't know everything and I'm still learning. Me and my husband are still learning together. That's why. Um, and that's what we're doing. Just just trying to build a team of people that that are more knowledgeable than us and and that can be strong really with us and, and show us the ropes and be strong with us. Because, you know, I've, I've had people say, girl, you know, you, you got, you know, I've had people come to me and say, girl, you got the talent. You got the talent. It's, that's that's my, my journey now is learning more and getting out there. That's my journey. So how would you explain your work ethic right now? Even though you know those are the steps that you need to take, mm -hmm. what is your work ethic like right now? Right now, I'm focused. I'm focused. Okay. Uh, so I'm you, really you feel like you're hitting the ground and you're running right now, like yeah. you're doing all you need to do. Okay, I, I, that's I always like a good that. thing. Because yeah. if you feel like you need to do those things and you're not taking any action, mm -hmm. then you might as well just sit back because... You're right. Yeah. So what exactly are your goals? Um, You know, my goals basically is just to just to put out good music that everybody can relate to and touch people you know it, it's not even about it's about it i just want to touch people with my music it's not even about you know just trying to be the the biggest and the best i like my when somebody when i have a lady come up to me like i had a lady come up to me and she said oh my god my grandmother plays that song all the time and then I have another lady that comes up that came up to me. She said, every time I get mad at my man, I put on that song, do what you like. And I look at him and I tell him, do what you like. That's fulfillment for me. Oh, yeah, I bet it is. That's the fulfillment for me, just having somebody like my stuff, you know. But my my eventually I would love to start um, 
not only writing from myself and putting out, I would like to start working with other artists eventually, maybe writing for some other artists that, you know, but that's the goal to at least get recognized, you know, as, you know, hey, Cookie D, she's a good artist. Well, and you have this other song that you have, it's called Done, right? Which song, which, which song, hun? What's your second song? The the second song that you I have um I have um do what you like and then I have toxic crazy I have um stepping out on you okay because uh, what I have here is um a song called done or it says cookie promo done let's see what this is oh that mm -hmm. um that's the promo for stepping out it's just the promo for stepping out on you okay. Okay, let's see if we can get that played here. Yeah, it's a promo um, for Stepping Get ready, because now it's the brand new smash single by Miss Cookie D, Stepping Out On You. DJs, if you don't have this one, you're missing out. It's the hot new smash single by Cookie D, Stepping Out On You. Got the dance floors going crazy. So get yours today, available on all platforms. Miss Cookie D, Stepping Out On You. The dance floor smash that'll leave you on your floor smoking. Okay, so those were the two um, that I did receive. Um, unfortunately, let's see here. Yeah, um, do you do you have others on YouTube right now that you would like to show? Um, I have other songs that yeah that that you could play yes on um right. on YouTube yes. Let's see here. Cause what we want to do is and is make sure we get all your music recognized here. Um, I have um Pony Ride as well. That is another one. That that's that's my tribute to the trail riders. Pony ride. Uh-huh. Do what you like is uh -huh. right here. Let's see. One second. Can you see that? Can you hear that? I can't. Okay, for some reason. I think that's just YouTube itself. Okay, so I guess we're not just gonna worry about that. Um, a lot of the times I wanna focus on getting the actual MP3 or MP4 sent to me um, so that I could be able to play it during the interview. Unfortunately, y'all, we had a lot of technical difficulties, so we had to kind of wing it. Um, and 
it was Miss Cookie needed to get where some Wi-Fi is. It's okay. We're going to get through it. If y'all want to look at her videos, y'all can go on YouTube. Miss Cookie D named all her songs. Um, you can actually go look those up. Miss um, Cookie D, now when we talk about um, your music and we talked about your support system, what do you think um, you bring different to the table than most artists? Well, what do I think I bring more to this? More to, what do I think I bring to the table? Well, I'm, I'm, one thing I'm trying to do is uh, I'm trying to give uh, confidence uh, to women, especially plus size women, because as you can see, I'm a plus size woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just, just, just trying to teach people to be happy with their sales and which is which is a journey that i really had to go through um getting back to being happy uh with with myself being confident and no matter what kind of uh complexion you are what kind of body style that you have just 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 being confident um um i try to always remain humble i, I don't look down on anybody um that's you know because of I know just like he gave it to me, he can take it away like that. Um, I have a lot of people need to remember that. Yeah. I like what you just said, because it's a lot of people in the music industry that feel like just because God has allowed them to get into a certain space in life that they can't fall back off. And they treat people with uh, so much disrespect. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. And that's one thing, you know, that's one thing that's nasty about the industry, you know, and I'm not going to hold my tongue on that, but you know, there is a lot of nice nastiness that goes mm -hmm. on in this industry. It's like, you know, I, I've never been the type that, that doesn't want to be on the same stage with somebody that just because I, I don't like them or like their music. Right. You know, I feel like it's, it's room for all of us to win. But also, they got to also understand what it, remember what it felt like when they were coming up. Yeah. You just, you just didn't jump to yeah. the top. You no. know? You, you can beat that old people's head with a stick. They still ain't going to get it. You know? Yeah. Um, there's some pros about Southern Soul and there's some cons. I'm just going to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, um, just like you deal with the grandma uh, that like things her way and don't want to deal with certain neighbors, it's like that in, in music. You know, they like stuff a certain way and they don't want to deal with certain artists. And it's just like treat everybody with respect. Yeah. And I've run across that. I mean, just starting out, I've run across that. Um, you know, people will even, you know, they'll, and I've noticed that in this industry, you know, they'll, go out of their way to tell you, oh, don't work with that person. Don't worry. Oh, that person hard to work with or don't bother with them or this, that, and the third. And they're quick to do that in this industry instead of like getting to know somebody for themselves. Yeah. And that's I, I the downfall of it. And so do you consider yourself very competitive? I don't. I don't consider myself very competitive. I'm, I'm me and Everybody else is, everybody's their own person. 
So I, I feel like there shouldn't be any need to compete when everybody should everybody's in their own lane. Right. You know, there's some good things about being competitive and there's also, you know, like we were talking about the pros and cons, you yeah. know, um, the good things are that, you know, you're hungry, you're, you you know, you're not just waiting on things to come to you, but you're actually fighting to get to the top to for yourself. And you're not trying to knock nobody else down, but you do want to work your way up um, and give it your best shot. Right. So, yeah. um yeah, and you know the cons is just you know uh, I'm gonna be honest, you know being a bitch in the business, you know, and it's being snobby and not really wanting to, uh, like you said, work with others, but because you think you're the best. Yeah. So uh, we talked about you know your team, you working on building a team and working on uh, getting a manager. Uh, what? Are some steps actually are you taking to uh, pursue getting a manager? Okay. There? Um, right now, can you hear me? Okay. Uh huh. Okay. I don't know what just happened, but um, well, right now I'm 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 right now I'm just um. I, Right now, I'm just kind of weighing out my options. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like several different people I'm talking to. I'm just like I said, I'm just being real careful mm-hmm. uh, because I see so much drama in 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 the southern soul industry. It's almost like you 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 almost it's almost like you're kind of scared to, to. Do you think that um, when it comes to the pay schedule and performing and doing events that it's a fair schedule for artists like when being booked for a show um well i'm gonna say i know that it's not because i've seen it you know i've seen one artist get paid one certain thing and another artist get paid you know something different but um i guess that sort of comes with how many chairs you can feel yeah it it is it does, but I I kind of look at it a little different based off the fact that if y'all doing like a group event, you know, uh, it should be broken down to, you know, everybody should gain, you know, something. Yeah. It just shouldn't be, oh, you know, I paid you this amount to go do a community event that if we do a major event, you're going to get paid the same amount because... Uh, I don't know, I, you know, and they got their rules for a reason. That's why I don't do that. I don't do it. But at the same time, I do feel like if it's a bigger event, there should be a bigger pay, especially if you invited me to perform. You get what I'm saying? I do think that in this industry, a lot of things are screwed up. You know, even uh, when you book a DJ, you know, and um, if they don't get to, you can book them three weeks out, four weeks out. And if you decide to cancel that date, your deposit is non-refundable. Where they do that at? So you know what I did? I made my fees non-refundable. You got to get with the program with these people. You got to now operate the way they operate, which Mm -hmm. may not match up to your morals, but you got to get like them so that they don't beat you. That's crazy. You know, so... It, it it's crazy working in this industry. I'm I'm just saying. 
everybody is connected from the DJs to the promoters to the yeah. managers to the you know everybody the the artists we all connected mm -hmm. and, and some people may look at me like oh you just a host or you just a podcaster and this that and the third um this is an artist well guess what I'm just as important as that artist or that manager, whatever, because we mm -hmm. all have a job to do. Yeah. We, we all have a job to do. But, you know, it, it is, like you said, some lightweight shade and disrespect. Mm -hmm. But the, the focus is to keep it on yourself. Keep pushing. Keep doing what you do best. Don't let people's um, attitude. I, I had a friend, a man hit me a, a few days ago and was oh, uh, uh, yesterday and said, hey, you got to remember what you're doing. You know, you can't let these people get to you. And sometimes as a woman, because we are emotional, we can't let it affect us. We can't yeah. kind of tap out, you know, and, and forget yeah. that we on a mission here. So, yeah, yeah. And it's true. And it happens because I've had my days and you can ask my husband. Well, I just wanted to tap out, and he's like, you know, if you don't get your, you know, what on that stage, yeah. you know, I've had days, you know, where I just got tired of it and just wanted to tap out because, you know, I didn't receive a phone call or, you know, and it's happened where, yeah. you know, I've had a promoter say, well, I'm gonna put you on this show, da, 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 and they'll get my information, and then they won't call. So it happens, and it makes you, it discourages you, and makes you want to tap out, you know. What are some things that you're doing actively in your community? Well, I'm involved with us uh, with the community theater here. Um, okay. We've got a theater here in the town I live in, um, the Colonial Theater, and we do productions there. And uh, we just uh, we just made uh, history there. Uh, did the first ever. Um, black production at that theater mm. um so we just made history there uh we we did the delaney sisters uh, my mother actually directed it and i participated in it and i ended up um singing in that show and it was a it was a it was a huge success um, delaney sisters so who were you acting as um i was not one of the actors i closed out the program actually okay um um, I ended up, um, it's closed. I closed out the program with, um, change gonna come. And, um, I was helping as far as being a, um, backstage manager, helping her with that production. Um, we had two, um, two ladies who, it, the, the show only calls for two actors. Mm. And, um, we had two ladies. It's actually a true story. It's based on, um, two African-American women. Um, who lived to be well in their hundreds and they sit and they basically talk about the racism and the different things that they experience throughout their life. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, as, as far as, um, as not only do I do, you know, the music, I'm, I'm very so much into stage plays and musicals and that's another goal of mine. I want to eventually uh, see if I can eventually get, um, casted in a musical. Um, one my one of my biggest dreams was to be in actually one of Tyler Perry's stage plays. That was one of the biggest dreams. Speaking of that, did you uh -huh. not see the young lady that I interviewed last week, Jessica Bates? Uh huh. 
Jessica Banks has a play. I call her the female Tyler Perry because she has diaries of a female player. Mm-hmm. And she actually just posted on Facebook uh, maybe about two days ago that um, she was working on a play in Philadelphia uh, for a church um, that was supposed to be like a major play. And they were looking for some people to actually um, um be the characters. So uh, maybe if that's something that's, you know, if you don't mind traveling and there's something you want to do, if I were you, I will shoot that way. Because <laughs> she's doing some major things. Like she's connected to some major people and um, she's dope. So um, maybe I'll try to make that connection. Well, not maybe, I will, because I like seeing my sisters grow. But also... Yeah, because like I told her, I was like, girl, if I could travel, I would right now, like, and like actually take time out and do that, I would. And I'm actually thinking about it because it was one character she has called Veronica, like I'm really interested in. So, <laughs> but um, it's all about who you know. And sometimes a lot of people don't understand that they may tap into these interviews and then they may tap out, but then you you miss out on the important parts. These people got a lot of dope things going on with them. They're connected to a lot of people that may be just the olive branch that you need to get to where you need to go in life, you know? So sometimes podcasting and watching them is good. It's a lot of information. So yeah, and that's what I need, the olive branch, girl. Yeah, so I'm here. I I would make sure I connect you guys in case you're willing uh to travel and uh actually be some assistance to the theater uh because you gotta understand Philadelphia like they doing some big things also in Atlanta you know and um that would be dope for you. So is there anything else you would like to add? You know how they can follow you, all those great things. Yes, yes, um. Um, I am on um, Facebook as Yafa Kafira Moore, but my you can check out my music page. It's Cookie Space D. I should pop right up. Um, um, you can pull me up on YouTube. It's Ms. Cookie D. It's M Z Z C O O K I E D. Um, my email is Cookie and Tink. One two three at hotmail.com. It's all ran together just like that. Um, you can catch me on Instagram under Cookie D. Um, follow my you my um TikTok is Ms. Cookie D on TikTok. Um, send me a friend request, send me an email, send me a message. I'm willing to work. Um, that's basically what I'm looking for. The the olive branch. Please check out my music. I have um Pony Ride by Miss Cookie D. Stepping out on you, do what you like. Toxic Crazy. Down South Party. And Old Thing Back. Well, you guys, I want to apologize for a few of the comments that I missed, but um, we definitely got those into the interview. Miss Summer, Summer is a is a great, great woman to meet as well. She does a lot of uh, promoting as well. Um, she's a publicist, and so, um, but. Like I said, there's a lot of great people that come through. We just have to pay attention to them. 
And um, so now that we got that out, is there a great message you would like to leave for anyone, uh, for everybody that's watching? Yes. Um, love each other, you guys. Love each other. I don't know if y'all are watching the news and paying attention to this crazy world we living in. See, sometimes I don't, you know, like to make it all about me. Um, protect your peace. Love one another and erase all negativity out your life. Cut them off no matter who they are because I'm in that process and I'm growing. And love yourself and just know that you are the bomb. I want to add to that. Mothers, fathers, however, if you're a single parent, and even if you are, you know, co-parenting or in the same household, remember, kids do not have to always come first. I'm going to be honest. You got to take care of you. I just told my kids yesterday, I am taking care of me. Y'all are old enough to go to the refrigerator. You old enough to take a bath. You old enough to go to bed. I'm going to take care of me. You know common sense now. Yes, we are there to guide them, but do not neglect yourself because you have kids. That's all I got to say. Girl, let me tell you, I just had the same. <laughs> I told you when you called me earlier, I had mama boot camp going on. Yeah, uh -huh. mm -hmm. That's I, how I, it is in my household. We have to because if we're not mentally, uh, if we're not mentally clear, and if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't take care of them. Right. You know, we can't take care of them. I, you know, I have cut off so many people within this last year because it was like the crab in the bucket effect mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i should be a benefit to your life just like you should be a benefit to mine mm -hmm. seriously um kids nowadays uh, my kids don't understand and I, i'm gonna say this and we're gonna let it go but because this is turning to a whole nother podcast but my it's kids real, girl don't get me started Listen, my kids, I just told them, I said, look, I'm the best thing y'all ever got because nobody going to love y'all the way I love y'all. Yeah. Nobody going to break their back. Rain, okay. sleet, or snow, hospital, you know, barely making it out the bed, anything. Mama's there, you know, so y'all got to be grateful. But I am going to give you a little taste of what I got when I was a child. I'm going to smack you up a little bit, a whole lot. I'm going to give you that switch. I'm going to give you, listen, you better, call DHS you want to, you going to take care of? Because I bet you one thing you can't say, they got dirt, they ain't got no clean clothes, they ain't got a roof over their head, they ain't safe, they ain't, you know, getting to school. These kids are loved. Yeah. And tough love is the best love. The best love. And then, you know, the last part is that when y'all complain about how they getting treated, and then they go to school and they showing out on y'all. Then who you calling? Case closed. Well, Miss Cookie D, it was a great interview. It was. Um, any mama boot camp is the best boot camp. You know, never <laughs> feel, listen, never feel like you're doing too much. Because when they hit that flow in the morning, mama got to feel comfortable and safe in her own house. And, uh right. And they got to do what they got to do to make sure if you out there singing and swinging and, and writing and jotting and husband supporting, 
they got to do their part. They got to be like little Santa Claus mini workers up in that sucker. You get what I'm saying? Now, that's the mama part of me coming out. Girl, you have a good day. Thank you, you so much <laughs> for being a part of Felicia's Mad Cow Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. And we love y'all. Felicia's Mad Cap. Felicia's Mad Cap. DJ Pressure. DJ Pressure. Everything hot. DJ Pressure. Everything hot. Pressure. 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 You're the king.